You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Hello. Well, hello, Mr. Thomas. How are you? Hello, Mr. Schneider. Well, happy Throwback Thursday. <laughs> Was this it? Are this we on? A, this is it. Folks, let me tell you what is going on right now, just so you all understand. Um, I am in tech for Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, and we are doing like multiple hour days. Um, dun, so it dun, is... Dun, dun, dun. So good. Such a great score. I am literally in the tiniest room right now recording this. So this this is going up a little bit late. I am on a dinner break. Kevin, how are you doing? Oh, I'm I'm doing better than you, Rob. Although you're probably doing amazing because you're living in the world <laughs> that we love so much. But you're in the tech part of it, which is actually mm, sometimes a little stressful. So how are things going? I it mean, looks uh, gorgeous. Listeners, we truly have not like when he called is the first time I've actually talked to him to be perfectly honest. So, um, I don't get to have the subliminal messages. Maybe you'll text me and tell me what's really going on. No. How's it going, Rob? It looks, uh, are it, all these coming together? Are we having yes, fun? Yes. At first, they, they, the actors are doing fantastic. It's beautifully designed. It looks gorgeous. We'll post photos for everyone. Um, mm. I'm a little upset that the kid playing Lawrence has not gotten sick yet. So I could step on for him, but that's, you know, <laughs> I know that you're like off book. And I'm you're off. Just I was. I told him frozen. I was off you're book. So frozen. You're, you're, like, you're done. Call me Miss Birdseye because I'm frozen. So <laughs> as much as I would love to stick around and talk, I have to go and take a look and make sure that everything is working. Let's, let's so, get sure. right. To Although it. I was going to say one of my favorite things, Kevin. Kevin sent me a photo of his little baby playing. Uh-oh. He looks so cute. He looks. He, look, he looks boy. like me in a dance class. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's literally on his back with his feet up in the air and a head. Oh, Crawford, he loves a good he loves music and he just it's yeah he just he is a, he's a smiler. Let's just say oh wow. He's in, go post pictures and follow me or whatever and you can see pictures of my sweet little boy. Anyway, Rob, yes, what is do it, your do it, do what it. is your favorite thing? What is my favorite thing? Oh my god! Well, Kevin, I do have a. Fa- there were so many to choose from this week, but I'm going to choose this one, my friends, because really? some yes, because some yeah. You all, Kevin is always like, we're going to run out of favorite things. We're going to run out of favorite things. I'm like Kevin. You're like, oh, I've got so many. Oh, I'm Kevin. so busy, and yet I still was able to have so many favorite things that Kevin mm-hmm. Marie Thomas. <laughs> Kevin Marie the baguettes. Hurry up, Thomas. What no. is it? Did you not like? That? No, I, I liked it. I didn't get it really. What beauty in the Marie the baguette? Hurry up! Oh, oh there. Oh, yep. 
Yep, there it that's, is. That's a, that's a little Beauty and the Beast for you. Um, well, friends, so <laughs> I don't know how this is starting to make the rounds again, but it is. And I was like, this has never been a favorite thing. And I'm kind of living for its campiness. So, friends, if you have not seen this yet, I would like you to go and take a look at this. You're going to go into YouTube. You are going to go into the YouTube search engine. Right. You are going, doing it. You are going to type in Lauren Pacall. Do you know what this is? High yes, point the commercial. Coffee. The commercial. You're doing it, aren't you? I, this is my favorite thing. It's you guys, Laura- guys, guys, guys. Just pause right now. <laughs> just do it. Swipe up, mom. Swipe up, and then let go to your your search. Go to Safari. Just type it in. It'd be very resume. Happy. Resume this episode after you've watched it. Go ahead, Rob. Thank okay, you. so friends, as you know, um, Lauren Bacall um, was a great, great film actress and a great stage actress um, who lost an Oscar in the mid '90s to I think somebody from The English Patient for her. Bro- she Lauren Bacall did a brilliant performance in The Mirror Has Two Faces, directed by Barbara Streisand. But I know, why am I not attractive? And Lauren Bacall should have won the Oscar that year and didn't win. I don't know who won. It was some like, you know, flaw, 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 merchant ivory person. But Lauren Bacall should have won the Oscar that year. Now, Lauren Bacall, before all of this, in the early 80s, had to make some extra cash. You know, she had just done applause on Broadway. Welcome to the theater. With her with her raspy voice. And then had done Woman of the Year. I am woman. Jesus. Thank you. Filling in the blank. So at some point in the early 80s, Lauren Bacall was like, I need some money. I live in the Dakota. And I don't have money. And I'm working on becoming a soprano. Sounds an awful lot like Liza impersonation. No, I am getting better. How dare you, (laughs) sir? How dare you? That was just for the listeners. That was just for the listeners. Go ahead. Guys, if anyone wants to to coach me on a Liza Minnelli impression, I would really appreciate that. Okay. So anyway, so Miss Bacall did a commercial for High Point Coffee, which is a decaf coffee that I'm assuming tasted like shit. Because if you watch her... In these commercials, you can easily tell she's like, I hope the check doesn't bounce. And it's a, stirring, it's a stirring coffee. It's the kind you pour it in in hot water and you stir it. You know what I mean? Like it's like the dissolvable coffee. <laughs> but Just all she wants clear. to talk about is, is – I can't even do an impression of it. But the do flavor. It, it. The flavor. It's like – she goes, it's rich. It's smoky. The flavor. <laughs> now that's, a good, that's good. That's good. So, so anyway. Um, and the, what I love is it's always like her at a rehearsal studio or on like a Broadway she's on stage. stage. She's on stage. She's like walking stage left, and it's like, oh, we'll clear for the day. We're done and yes, out. We're yes. done. And then she's like, oh, I'm just going to the break stand and getting my coffee that I'm having at five o'clock in the afternoon. It's when, yeah. she, it's when she goes to her dressing room, which is three inches away from oh. the stage. She's like, let's take a break. And she like goes in, and I'm like, first of all, you you have not made your own. Are you stage own. manager? Are you <laughs> stage manager? Yeah, like, I'm like, you I'm, just I'm like break? you're not stage manager. You can't do that. First of all, she's getting written up for these commercials because it's obviously a put in for woman of the year because Harry because <laughs> Harry Gordino's like I'm not going on stage with her anymore. Looking at his watch, he's like, Come, oh God, it's like 10:45. Why isn't I, she? I love Harry. I love when I kiss him. The flavor. <laughs> the flavor. Isn't there one where she's in the taxi or uh, like a limo or something? Oh, Isn't she like in a, a limo? Po- a limo picks up to like, and she's like yeah. sitting in the back in a mink coat. And I'm like, when have you ever gone to the theater for a performance wearing a mink coat and a sequin dress? You are wearing some capris and a sweatshirt that says TKTS. I know you. I know you, Lauren. Bacall. Meanwhile, you can even tell in the commercial, the coffee literally looks like somebody like grabbed mud into a mug and yeah. was like, there you go, Miss Bacall. Yeah. I love it. The flavor. And it's decaffeinated because it's I'm like tired. 
<laughs> Sorry. It's like, sometimes I get jittery. So after you watch these commercials, I then need you to go to a website called decider.com, D-E-C-I-D-E-R.com, and just type in Lauren Bacall, because this person wrote, a, a guy named Tyler Coates in 2014 wrote a fucking dissertation on these really? commercials and how good these commercials are. After you have done that and watched her in a limo, drink, first of all, have you ever tried to like drink something in a New York, on, while driving in a New York City street? It flies all over you. She's, I'm looking at it right now. She's got her high point, which is really a jiffy peanut butter can with a different mm-hmm. label on it, and a mm-hmm. lamp. I'm like, how is she doing this? How are you driving in the city, Miss Bacall, and you're drinking at the same time? The flavor. The flavor inspires me. But then this got posted a couple of days ago, folks. I don't know who this person is. Drama. It's a, it's a YouTube channel called Miss Sherry Vine. M-I-S-S-S-H-E-R-R-Y-V-I-N-E. Miss Sherry Vine most recently just did a parody of Lauren Bacall's High Point Coffee called Low Point Coffee and posted <laughs> it a few days ago. Miss Sherry Vine, I don't know who you are, but you are absolutely hysterical. You can come see, sit by me anytime you want. So take a look at Miss Sherry Vine. Lauren Bacall, Low Point Coffee, then read the article on Decider about Lauren Bacall, High Point Coffee, and then take a look at the actual commercials with Lauren Bacall, High Point Coffee. And if you come see Dirty Rotten Scoundrels and you go, why is this show a piece of shit? It's because I was too busy watching the High Point commercials. <laughs> it's a three-stepper. You get to like you go to the next level when, with, this, with this favorite thing. I really enjoy that. Or Rob. if you come see the show and you're just up all night going, why was this show so brilliant? And you need to calm down. High Point. It'll lower you. With a flavor. With a flavor. Well done. Well Tell done. Marilyn Cooper she's stepping on my laughs. Stop laughing so much. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's so. I'm sorry. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So, whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So, download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. No, it's fantastic. Uh, so speaking of threes, I don't know. I don't know if that was a good transition or not. But um, I, I uh, if you guys remember, we were talking a little bit um, a couple like a month or two ago about the musical three. And I, I remembered it as something that I, was indelible in my uh, music listening. And I've done a little research. And that's my favorite thing this week is a little uh, information about the musical three. What, Rob, it's so interesting because this musical three – it's one of those shows that was it was a one act piece, 
It was uh, uh, three different musicals written by three different teams. I can't think of many shows that were like that other than like The Apple Tree, but that was the Bach and Harnick. Yes. They wrote three different you know pieces. They were still the writers of all three of them. Same director all for Mike Nichols for all of it, you know, whatever. But this is a piece that was done at the Prince Music Theater in Philadelphia in 2000. Uh, 2000. Yes. Uh, and, and it was to open the new space that this uh, theater uh, has developed. You know, they're they develop new works and all of that. So they have a new space. This is the inaugural piece for it. Uh, the idea is to have three different one-act musicals written by three different emerging musical theater teams, and it would open up this theater space. Yeah, right? And it's called the Prince Music Theater because it honors, obviously, Harold Prince, Hal Prince, our good friend that we uh, unfortunately never got to talk to. Um, but uh, he directed the third piece the, uh, of this trilogy. Um, but I'm fascinated, Rob. Just as it came up, you know, a couple of weeks ago, uh, I think it was just random, and and I said, you know, don't you remember this? And no, and people don't remember it because it's not licensed. Uh, as a whole, this this one act piece called Three. Now, if you were to Google it, you would Google literally the number Three, then H R E E which is kind of a fun little thing and it's very obvious what it is and you're going to google it and the musical pops up right away um and each of these three pieces they are two of them are licensed on their own right because they the writers oh. have fleshed them out as musicals in the ensuing years but in 19 uh, 2000 99 2000 when this these this was produced they they, they really thought this was going to go to broadway they really honestly – Barry Brown, our previous guest, and yes. I, I, I don't think we talked to him about this because obviously it never came to fruition and, and we and we we're, don't have a Broadway production of three uh, – the, the, the one intermissionless three-act musical of three different people. Uh, no, I say intermissionless because it's important because in between – the different pieces. Now, first of all, it was a company of like something like 10 or 11, 12 people, Jessica Malaski, John Shearer, um, people that, uh, you know, we oh, wow. know a bunch of different shows. They played all the parts in all three musicals. But the, the big catch that every reviewer, if you go back and look at a review of the show at the Prince Music Theater or it went to Amundsen on its travels to Broadway, which never actually came to fruition, but uh, oh, it went, yeah. to the, went to the Amundsen in L.A., but Every reviewer talks about how, and they think it was Hal Prince's idea, that there were dressing booths upstage of the scenery. So in between each set or each act of the play, even though there was no intermission, you watch the actors go off stage, they go up, they'd become another character. And then they would come on and they'd perform act two or the lawn. And so the three acts are the mice, lavender girl, and the lawn chair man. And you might say, oh my goodness, I've never heard of this, or some of you guys have definitely heard of this, but the three shows were written by, first one, The Mice, by Lawrence O'Keefe and Nell Benjamin, who gave us Legally Blonde, and Julia Jordan doing the book. Uh, oh, this Julia was, Jordan, yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so this was uh, one of Larry O'Keefe's first scores. He did Bat Boy right before this, even though it had not been done in, in Off-Broadway yet. It was still, he had already written Bat Boy, and this was one of his uh, score, first scores after that. And this was a, based on a short story and just a couple songs, and it's about a, a guy who is an exterminator. And he's married, and, and he's also uh, has an affair with another woman, uh, a love affair. And they, I know, scandal. And the, it, they say in the in the breakdown, it's or, I mean in the in the synopsis, it's there there are uh, a, you know not not a happy marriage and uh, for either of them. And so he, everyone has mice except you know when he goes to exterminate, he has a couple hours alone with 
to make this a fair or whatever. Uh, and so th- the musical circles about that. And then at the end, they pop the canister with the poison and they dance together and go off and live in their life that they wish that they could live, uh, escaping the world they live in. The second one is by John Bacchino called Lavender Girl. Oh, I love uh, John Bacchino. Yeah, me too. And if you, uh, you guys, I, it's been a favorite thing, but it's worth remembering that uh, Grateful and um, It's Only Life are two albums of his songs. He's a great cabaret artist. He's given us some musicals, one of them on Broadway, and he's he's a fantastic artist. That but smile this little that lights your face, it cracks me up. Love me in your eyes. And then Brooks Ashmansankis is going to... Oh, yeah, Liza does. No, there's two different persons. On the Grateful album, it's her and Billy Stritch, and that's the arrangement that you sang. And then there's the Jason Robert Brown beatbox dance break in the middle of... And guys, yeah, it's... Is it awkward? I don't know. I'm uncomfortable. Just go listen. Sorry, I, I interrupted you. Put a smile. It's only life. And just get back to me on that one. But um, <laughs> So uh, yeah. speaking speaking of not enunciating, uh, Patti Lapone actually covered uh, the, dancing the song from Lavender Girl, what this musical is about, the second act musical of this three show. So John Bucchino, it's not starring uh, Patti Lapone, but she actually sang on the song. But uh, it's it's about a young man going to a party. It's it's a it's a you know uh, going to like a dance party. It's like nineteen twenties picture, and he meets this girl on the way in a lavender dress. Falls in love with her. He's like a playboy, but she kind of brings him down to earth. And then they leave after the party, and it turns out she's actually a ghost, and he's fallen in love with a ghost. But that's yeah 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 yeah. And uh, and then he meets the mom and all that it's a you know a lot happens in 20 minutes and then the last act is the lawn chair man which is by a a composer that i think um we know john bocchino we know larry o'keefe i think we need to spend more time talking about robert Lindsay nassif n-a-s-s-i-f and and a book by peter ulian u-l-l-i-a-n the flight of the lawn chair man A, a fantastic piece this is the one that hal prince directed now Robert Lindsay Nassau won the Richard Rogers Award at, at one point for another show that he did off Broadway called uh, Opal. And then he also wrote a show when I was in college, done at the Cleveland Playhouse called Elliot Ness in Cleveland. This is in like 1998, I know. And and it's the Launching Man is a it, it's a very kind of funky little it's it was based on an idea by one of the writers and it's about a man who lives in New Jersey who wants to fly and he just his dream is to fly away so he he has a lawn chair and he puts balloons on a helium balloons and he flies away uh, and they've got the, a pilot from a seven forty seven who's who's flying and reacts to this and you've got he the man as he's sailing away he encounters Da Vinci who you know the, did the helicopter uh, Lindbergh or uh, Amelia Earnhardt uh, and his experience of, of interacting with them and realizing that he needs to fulfill his dreams and keep on sailing. I mean, obviously he can't sail forever, but the idea is it's a musical. So he just goes off into the ether. So all the, as a whole, all three of them are about escaping your reality. Uh, and it's, it, it, we don't talk about this show. It's, you know, you can, they, Robert Lindsay Nassif and Peter Ullian wrote uh, Flight of Launcher Man as a, as a, as a full length musical. You can license that. I believe The Mice, you could license that. I don't know about Lavender Girl by John Bucchino. Uh, but uh, what I find fascinating is that at one time, these were one act musicals. We don't, they it was not a license, so we don't hear it. You can get the cast recording; it's on all of your streaming devices. I would definitely these scores, you guys. They're amazing. They're really, really well written. They're really well done. They are. They tell the story. They are smart. They are. But because we don't see productions of these so shows, cool. 
it's one of those shows that you just you just you lose it. It's just not it's not there's no reason for people to listen to it because there's no productions being done. And yet the listener who appreciates musical theater who's never heard of this, I definitely guarantee you will get a lot out of it. They're wonderful. It's a wonderful score. It's smart. And 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 what I like about it is I I'm surprised we have not done more of this. Hal Prince's whole idea was he wanted to showcase new artists. Uh. So all three got this showcase with Hal's name on top of it to like really sell it. But we, but all you know, two two out of three went on to really great things. And oh, oh yeah, the director of the second one was you know Scott Schwartz, who directs all oh the time. Oh my god, you yeah, know, he's a great you know, director. It's just it's it's really interesting to me that this piece, while you can't do it as it was done, it um, it really is special in itself. And so yes, yeah, so listen to the cast recording of three. That's the number three H R E. Oh, the, that's that was a fabulous one, Kev. Why? Thank you. Um, did you do you know the music? Have you ever listened to it, Rob? I mean, you know what? I have not. I don't think I have I listened to this. The shows that does truly slip through the cracks, and uh, because they because it's an emerge, it's almost like you hear their thesis project from you know you've done those NYU grad writing. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and so it's it, it in a way it almost feels like this is their sort of introduction to musical theater. It's not going to, and yet to feel to see the snapshot and to hear such talent, uh, it's definitely uh, a refresher, and it's really nice to to, to hear the talent and to, to hear it you know before Legally Blonde and Heather's and yeah. all the other shows that you, uh, you know you know what I'll probably I'll probably go home and listen to it tonight. I'm amazed that you have space in your brain for that, Rob, because you. You're gonna literally leave. We, I, we gotta get off. We, I mean, there's no time because you gotta go back down to rehearsal right now. They don't need me. Uh huh. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. gonna sit up in this tiny little janitor's closet and listen to three. All right, guys. Next time you see me, uh, hear us. Uh, I will have seen the show on Friday. I can't wait to talk about it. You're gonna hear all about it. This I'm sure it's on my show. I was like, what show are you <laughs> seeing on Friday? <laughs> and it'll be Thanksgiving. What, what so if we'll you have give a it a bad review? No way. It's we got nothing but love here. Oh, you're nothing so but love. Fine. All right. Till next time. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens, bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens, brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.